You are now listening to Financial Fornicating with Madam Money and Friends, the podcast where controversial cash conversations and fun financial tips are shared for healthier relationships with your money. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be big mad or laugh out loud. Either way, we're about to learn something. Let's go. Are you currently divorced and about to get remarried? Or are you currently remarried? In this episode, debt resolution attorney and author Leslie Tain Esquire shares helpful money strategies for couples before and after remarriage. Welcome to Financial Fornicating with Madam Money Podcast, where fun financial tips are shared for sexier and healthier relationships with your money and credit. This is Tara Jackson, AKA Madam Money. I was just at an awesome conference called FinCon, uh, financial conference where money nerds and media collide and unite. So I had a wonderful time uh, with a lot of people that I've been friends with through social media and we finally got together. Uh, We are all in the money space. We all either do blogging, speaking, financial literacy, education. And uh, this is one interview that I really enjoyed because I have been friends with her on Twitter for a couple years and she was very supportive of my cash chats when I did those. But she's an attorney and she focuses on debt resolution. But the big thing about her is that she is recently remarried. Congratulations to her. But she has some awesome strategies for couples that are about to get remarried and who or who are currently remarried. So I thought you would find value in this conversation. So hope you enjoy it. So I'm here live at FinCon 2018 with one of my dear tweeps, a friend of mine that I've met on Twitter, and she has been so supportive of my cash chats that I used to do, uh, and always looking for her expertise. But not only is she an awesome Twitter, tw- you what, a tweep? Yeah, my awesome mm-hmm. tweep. She's an attorney. She's an attorney and debt therapist, Miss Leslie Tane Esquire. Leslie, thank you so much for coming with me. Well, you're here at FinCon, but doing this podcast live with me at FinCon, and I love what we're going to be talking about, about remarriage and money. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you in person. <laughs> yes, because most of my guests, you know, we're via Skype or we're via Zoom or that but now we're actually face-to-face sitting next to each other taking pictures and so this is a great experience to have this conversation so I want all of my listeners to learn more about you because you have an awesome message you have a wonderful book that we're going to talk about as well but before we go into that tell my listeners a little bit about you sure so uh, as you said I'm an attorney I've been practicing uh, in the area of consumer debt resolution and alternatives to bankruptcy now for over 20 years my practice is mostly focused in the new York metropolitan area so I have four offices in that area and I also have some offices in the south and in Florida as well we do service clients in a a number of different states that have issues related to debt so I've been doing that a long long time and that's all I do Uh, as you know I wrote the book life and debt so that's uh, my fresh approach to understanding and loving your debt that's awesome and I love the title life and debt Um, you all need to get 
this book. Uh, we're going to talk about where you can get the book, but it has some great tips in there, great life lessons, and it is how to learn to love your debt, a fresh approach to achieving financial wellness. So make sure you get the book, Life and Debt. So congratulations. You've been recently remarried. Thank you so much. I am. Uh, she got it right the second time, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I told her I'm still looking for my first time, <laughs> like I'm going to do it more than once. How about that? But you have some great financial strategies and considerations for people that are about to get remarried or they are currently remarried. So we want to talk about that. So one of the things I was curious about or I had a listener ask me is, what are some financial considerations before you decide to remarry? So I believe very strongly that marriage is a very big decision and it's not something that one should just do lightly, especially the second time. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we basically have learned something from the first experience um, and there's a lot of good and a lot of bad that you learn from those experiences. But the one thing I, I can say is that uh, financially it makes sense to take some time, really get to know your significant other and your partner, understand if you guys have bird and fish issues and what I mean by that is that a bird bird can't live in the water and a fish really can't live in the tree mm-hmm. so if you the two of you have bird and fish financial issues then you need to discuss ahead of time how those are going to be managed because they are a recipe for a difficult road ahead financially so before you're considering getting remarried it's really important to have that difficult discussion with your significant other about money how do they spend their money uh, do, do they believe in saving are they frivolous do they know how to budget do they care about budgeting is are they, are they in a lot of debt? And if they are, how is it going to impact you? And of course, for me, in my situation, I have my own three children and he had two children mm-hmm. uh, and an ex-spouse that he had an obligation to. So uh, those all play into the factors that would then it, that will then impact my life. So mm-hmm. you have to understand that no matter what happens with this individual that you're going to commit to, you are going to be impacted by their financial situation. So if you don't take the time and the steps ahead of time to have that discussion with your significant other, um, it will be a huge impact and um, a lot of it you will be very surprised and um, and not prepared for. That's a very good point. One of the things I, that I didn't think about, because you know I've never been married, but I do have a son. And if my son was a minor, and if I did have a husband before, or you know, say you have a financial obligation with alimony, and I date someone who is has an ex-wife and has kids, not only. He's, he's paying alimony, but he's also probably paying child support. And that's taken away from his income, which can take away from our collective income that I need to be aware of as well. So that's an excellent point to it, consider. It, it does, for sure. And it's a big impact. And you you know, you need to understand how much that's impacting mm-hmm. that individual because there are cases where that, that individual is paying a considerable sum out for child support, uh, alimony payments, and then has other financial obligations to the children. Uh, aside from time obligations right. to the pre, to the children from a previous relationship. But the financial piece is something to really be aware of because uh, not only in my own practice have I experienced a number of um, clients who are in relationships where that is a significant impact. They're coming off of legal fees from, mm-hmm. um, from divorces. And a divorce and uh, separations are very financially challenging. And uh, very often, um, you know, people lose a considerable sum of money through that process. And it will impact you in your new relationship and it certainly impacted my relationship with my husband uh, as well you know he had 
had an obligation and has an obligation and um, you know that was something that really we needed to understand and iron out ahead of time so that uh, we knew how much money we were able to you know what we were able to afford and where the money was going and how it's being spent and and the other piece of that is, of course, that you know he or she may have one way of spending money on their children. Right. You might your priorities for your son may be very different from the priorities of my children and what I'm willing to spend on my children. And that's something that um, becomes problematic in relationships. So, uh, you know, I, I see that often with relationships where one parent is uh, willing to spend more on the children, and the other parent doesn't feel that those um, payments should be made. Let's say even for an education. Mm. So and. Um, you know, that is problematic and, and can be complex uh, and cause a lot of anger and resentment and, uh, you know, making your relationship. Uh, so it's not like it's not like when you're young, when you're young and you, you know, you don't have this sort of baggage, this financial baggage, and you can start out kind of on an even playing field. You both are uh, either graduating from school or you're young and there's no other obligations, maybe just student loans. But, you know, when you start to get older and you're in your 40s or 50s and you have a lot of other financial obligations that you've mm -hmm. acquired over time, um, those are big considerations that you have to take into account when you're making a decision about remarrying somebody. That's absolutely true. Um, I, I love that because I've never even thought about that, you know, for, so if you, before you consider remarrying or before you remarry, you definitely need to have that money talk, that cash talk, that credit talk, um, because the divorce could have left someone in a financial situation that they weren't in before, like credit, like debt within that, so definitely have that conversation. So that leads me to my next question of, what are some financial considerations after? So you've already been, you've already remarried, you're in it now, so what are some financial considerations or conversations that should be had? So if you've, if you've made the plunge without really having the discussions, uh, you know, do a post-nuptial financial discussion. And what I mean by that is, you know, sit down and say, hey, we're married now, this is great, you know, I love you and you love me and, and, and we're gonna have a nice life together, but let's talk about the money. Mm -hmm. How are we paying the bills? Where is the money coming from for the bills? Mm -hmm. And, you know, really let's talk about your finances. And, uh, you know, if you're marrying somebody, everything should be out on the table there. You know, I really believe in honesty and communication and, you, you know, that's significant other you should be able to have that conversation and I know that at times because uh, I do counsel a lot of couples uh, how challenging it can be to really discuss um, uh, challenging financial situations let's say you came into the marriage with debt and you really don't want to impact your spouse with the debt that you have I understand that that's a challenging conversation but but preface it by saying listen you know we're gonna have a I need to talk to you about something and I'm really uncomfortable about it and I and I don't want I don't want to upset you but I want to make you aware of the situation that I'm in mm -hmm. and lay it out on the table you know mm -hmm. put it on a piece of paper and share it with each other and say okay let's tackle this together I mm -hmm. believe the togetherness is the most important piece of being able to get through whatever it is that if both of you can come up with a plan a budget, a plan, a goal together. And I know from my own spouse and I, you know, we do have our own goals. When the kids graduate from college, you know, what money will be available, what money's available after he finishes his alimony payment, uh, what money is available at certain different points and what we're going to do with that money. Uh, and all of that is, and in my case, actually, I received child support. So what what is the indication or the implication in the financial situation after child support ends? Right, because right. that's another piece, too, that there there's an income piece that, 
you know, your significant other could be losing, one, by getting married, and two, as the children age. Right. Absolutely. Wow. That is so awesome. So I know there's people have a lot of other questions. What is the best way for people to connect with you, to even hire you because you are an attorney, um, as well as debt therapist? So you tackle all things dealing with debt in your law firm, right? We do. We do. We handle all kinds of different debt. We handle uh, credit cards, student loans, um, home equities, uh, merchant accounts, business accounts, business debts. Uh, We we handle all different kinds of debt. And if you have a question about the debt and you're not sure if we can handle it, then you just simply give us a call. Uh, It's pretty simple to get in touch with us. You know, our um, URL is tainlaw.com, T-A-Y-N-E-L-A-W.com. You can always Google me, Leslie Tain. Uh, it's obviously spelled T-A-Y-N-E, and you can find me anywhere, and you'll find my website. You can reach us at our local number, uh, which is 631-470-8204. And, of course, I'm on Twitter. Um, we're on, I'm on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're on everything. You're everywhere. So everywhere you can possibly find. So and you can also Google Love and Debt. She's definitely going to pop up there as well. And your book is available on Amazon? It is available on Amazon or lifeanddebtbook.com. Okay. So you can certainly get it there, and um, it's it's a really interesting and easy uh, book to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend it because it talks about budgeting and, and some of the dirty words in, in debt that people don't want to talk about. That, well, of course, um, financial fornicating with Madam Money. We like talking yeah. about dirty words like <laughs> debt. Absolutely. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time out at FinCon to, to talk to us about this. This is an awesome topic, and I know people are going to have lots more questions. And definitely reach out. She gave her your phone number. So, you know, definitely reach out to Leslie. Sure, Look. call me. There's no cost to speak to us. Right. It's certainly not a cost to speak to me. So you're welcome to call my office, and I'm happy to help any way I can. That's absolutely wonderful. So thank you all for listening to another episode of Financial Fornicating with Madam Money. Listen, remember, uh, ignorance is not bliss. It's expensive as hell. Mm -hmm. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Chat with you soon. Hey there, this is Tara Jackson, a.k.a. Madam Money. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Financial Fornicating with Madam Money podcast. And want to give a special shout out to our sponsors and supporters, Kimberly Singletary, Edeline Francois Dryden, and Candace Arnold. Your contributions are helping us to continue to uh, further the podcast uh, for people who really need it. And if you'd like to be a sponsor or if you'd like to be a supporter today, just click on the support this podcast and you can make contributions as low as 80 cents, as low as a dollar a month. You can do whatever you want, but any contribution to support this podcast is greatly appreciated so we can continue to spread financial literacy across the world. Hey, I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you for your support.